Here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon here on a Thursday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon, Ken Miller, for the next couple of hours to talk sports with you. Thanks for tuning in here this morning. BMW of Des Moines guest list reads like this from the athletic Mitch Sherman will lead things off. He covers the Big Ten, Nebraska, uh, etc. The Big Ten West. He'll join us at 1030. Look forward to catching up with uh, Mitch Sherman. He's uh, based out of Omaha. By the way, a kid from Lincoln is a cyclone. <laughs> kind of an upset, right? Kid yes. grows up in Lincoln and um, is, is committed to uh, Matt Campbell's team. So anyways, um, Mitch Sherman coming up at 1030. More football at 11.05 with Adam Teicher, who uh, covers the Chiefs for ESPN.com. Good to catch up with Teich. He will join us uh, at 11.05. Pete Mundo from Heartland College Sports. We'll get the latest from the, what you call him, the proprietor, the editor, the owner um, he's part, all those things. He is all of those things. He writes for them as well. Uh, so we're going to get Pete Mundo in here at 1130. We've got a couple of opportunities to win $1,000 on our $1,000 home run. One coming up here in about 25 minutes. The other one in approximately an hour and 25 minutes. We'll give you those. Trent's plays of the day. He's got baseball tonight. Limited schedule. Crazy schedule. None of the locals, mm-hmm. air quote, locals are in action tonight. Uh, Yankees Astros gets your attention. They have a double dip, including one that uh, starts in what, two hours? And, uh, the starters have just been announced for that game. And what have you got? It'll be Jordan Montgomery for the Yankees opposite Christian Javier for the Astros. Game one of that one where the Astros are now the favorite. Remember those, uh, that series, that great series oh, over in the New weekend? York? Yes. How fun that was. And Astros could have swept them. Should have. Yeah, I agree. They dominated that mm-hmm. series and, only took two out of three. Yeah. They were or, or was it two two? Or yeah, was it four? I, th- I think it was a four gamer. Regardless, I agree with yeah. you. The, uh, Houston was again. The records doesn't say that, and you, you look at the scoreboard. What are you idiots talking about? <laughs> uh, but it felt like it, Trent. I, I agree. The Astros now favored. Where the Yankees, I believe, were favored in every one of those games. Mm-hmm. Now back in Houston, also a part of it there. Sure. But minus one thirty-five. Mm-hmm. A little intriguing there, and then minus one fifteen. The nightcap tonight. Astros will throw Garcia against Herman for the Yanks. All right, and then it resumed for everybody but the Twins tomorrow? Yeah. That's weird. So the Tigers are playing two today with Oakland. Mm-hmm. Hey, whereabouts? Those uh, games are in Oakland. Okay. Then it'll be a travel day for they Detroit. They get the day off, yeah. They get the day off, and then the Twins and Tigers uh, play a two-gamer Saturday, weird. Sunday. Then the Twins also have Monday off. <laughs> Jeez. I don't get it. I don't either. That's pretty good, though, for them. Well, hopefully get healthy and get some pitching. I was about to say, it will catch up with them because um, it's coming. Oh, it's going to be fascinating. I love postseason baseball. Like I love baseball anytime. Mm -hmm. You do as well. But um, I I just love post-All-Star game baseball. It takes you up until football. My favorite track opens tomorrow. I'll be firing every single day at Del Mar. I just love it. It's a ritual for me. until It just makes the time go quicker between... Get me to football. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and Delmar does that for me. Don't bet every race, but certainly bet every day. 49 days away from the kickoff of the NFL that? schedule. Seven weeks is what we have left. And, well, that means what? We are inside of 40 days from yeah. the start of college yeah. football? 
It's unreal. Um, yeah, well, Mitch Sherman, I'm assuming, will be um, making sure his passport's up to date right. as he heads over to Dublin uh, to watch those Huskers take on Northwestern. Can't wait. What time? Is that an early game? Do you know? Must has to be. Well, For us, I mean early. Like 11 a.m.? Yes. Is that the big noon kickoff? I don't know that. Not even sure where it was. I had that special link on this computer, that uh-huh. LSU schedule.net, whatever it was, that purple schedule. Yeah. That I can't find it anymore. Oh, no. Well, we got new, we got new uh, monitors in here. Yeah. Apparently, that Threw was it off. A casualty 1130 of it. will be. Okay. And, and well, who's got it? That's on Big Fox. On Big Fox. Good stuff. Uh, you're also looking at a 11 o'clock kickoff with Austin P at Western Kentucky. Yeah, pass. How about UNLV hosting Idaho State at 2.30? Okay, what's later on? All right. Uh, I think there's one more game that gets my attention. Wyoming at Illinois. Yes, that's it. That's 3 o'clock yep, on DTN. It. Florida State hosting Duquesne. Oh, please. Who am I kidding? What time is it? Uh, that'll be uh, ACC Network at 4 o'clock. North Carolina against Florida A&M. Also ACC Network. That's a 7.15. Mm-hmm. How about a little late night? Can I interest you in the Rainbow Warriors? Oh, I know you'll be interested. Oh, I will. And Vanderbilt coming That's to not town. Bad. Ten, uh, 9.30 on CBS Sports Network. And SEC going to Hawaii. I know how August 27th is finishing with me. Yeah. Getting even or yep. even worse. <laughs> My grandpa saying, God, I loved him. <laughs> Rainbow Warriors. I stole that one and from you. And Hell yeah. Got it from and your I grandpa stole it from him. It will, well, it son, will live on. It, I'm glad. I'm yes. glad. My son's saying it now. Time to get even or even worse when the last race of the day would roll around. That's <laughs> oh, great stuff. All right, so um, nothing in sports yesterday. Um, so I, I did uh, the afternoon show and then, of course, got home and checked my emails and I had a project that was Of due, course. Right, just always the way. So yeah. um, I listened to you and Ross. Very entertaining. Did you? I very much enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I, I like Ross Peterson a lot. I've known Ross Peterson a long time. It was good. I was glad that I was asked, that I was asked. Uh, kind of cool to be an afternoon drive again. Not yeah. that I want to leave. <laughs> As I said on the air, and we say many, many times, this time slot is the nuts. It is. And you said it on the show yesterday. I did. And I should stop talking about it because some of our colleagues are going to get a little time slot empty yes. and maybe flex a little muscle. It, it really is great because, well, A, you don't have to wake up early in the morning. Right. The second part is there's still enough meat on the bone from the night before. Without a doubt. Now, by the time that you get to drive time, afternoon drive time, mm-hmm. What's happened the night before? Three shows have had a crack at it locally. There's just so much that's already happened in the day that you're catching up on that. Mm-hmm. It, it's you just get to take your day. kids to school soon. Yes. Jack will be in school. I don't have to tell you that. In a certain preschool there at you the go. Science Center coming up uh, Well, right after Labor Day. He'll be starting that. You're home for dinner. Yep. Until unless you have high school responsibilities, which you'll do tonight. And I'll get to we'll get to that in a second. But no, it's a perfect time slot, really is. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed working with Ross yesterday afternoon and I uh, appreciate everybody that reached out. It was fun. Uh so, anyways, um we had a little assignment yet. Oh, just real quick. So hmm. back to me. I so I did my project, flipped on the TV. I couldn't find the ESPYs. Same. Now, I, I wasn't searching. Like, I wasn't going crazy. Where are they pulling out my hair? Because I wasn't really into watching them, but I thought, you know, kill some time. Um, Couldn't find them. You were the same way, as you said. I uh, went to 206, got the kids to bed. It was two minutes after nine. Uh huh. All right, all good. Kids are sleeping. This is great. I'll flip on the I'll just go to 206 because that's what you do, right? I mean, th- that's where I, the I'm going to guess live. you and I aren't alone when you flip on the TV, and if it's not on 206, uh huh. 
That's the first place I go, seemingly right. every single time. And then I would have gone to ESPN Plus, and I guess maybe if I would have, it would have been broadcast. I don't know if it was broadcast there or not, because I never thought to look. And then I brought up the guide, and it wasn't on ESPN 2 or anything. So I thought, oh, it just must have went till 9 this year. They must have Oh, you didn't get early. to it until 9. Right. So because of that, all right, it's not on. And there was a 30 for 30 on, on streetball in the 90s. I mean, my absolute, wheelhouse. Oh, I loved it. And it was riveting and memories and wasn't there vi- i believe I, I remember kale i got kale a video game of that kind of oh yeah ball. the, the and one mixtape tour yeah there's a video game that it was yes it was a big deal and this mm-hmm. is when i was in high school i mean this is when i was playing basketball poorly but playing basketball and thinking i was going to be one of those guys so <laughs> it, it was yeah and i was just locked in it, i thought it was really really enthralling got to like a commercial break at like nine forty-five, and then i just hit the guy and see what else is on and Oh, there's the ESPYs. Oh, they were still going on at that yeah, time. Yeah, till ten o'clock, wow. and I didn't. I saw it was on ABC. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to do it now. So, yeah, did not could, watch literally a second of the ESPYs. right. And you know what? How can you recap an award show, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You, you really can't. Although I will say this, and I watched it this morning. If you get a chance, it's a seven minute video, Dickie V. I did watch that last Trent, time. Trent, it's, yep. it's you know what? I know there's been there was a lot of folks. I probably would include myself in that boat. That got kind of Dickie V fatigue a few years ago. Uh, Dookie V, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of those things. He's over the top. His shtick is getting, uh, probably said as much. But you know what? The passion that he brings to that sport, the salesmanship that he brings to the game, what he does, does away from the game and mm-hmm. uses his platform to raise literally I don't know if it's hundreds of millions, but it's tens of millions, and oh, it yes. might be in the hundreds of millions. I think it's millions. hundreds of millions. Well, I, I wouldn't be a bit surprised to fight the children's cancer uh, as he took, um, you know, walking Jimmy V onto the stage, yeah. Valvano's last speech, and now Dickie V is going through his own fights because he's had mm-hmm. a couple of bouts, and uh, seven-minute piece, and, you know, when he, I remember talking about when he got back uh, during the season to do, was it a Gonzaga-UCLA game? Is I think what, it was. I yeah. think it was. And just how he couldn't keep it together, mm-hmm. just being in the, uh, in the arena had to be, I mean, the best medicine he could have had in a long time, no right? Doubt. The chemo's one thing, it's good, but for the soul and for him and for his ticker, just being back in the arena and, and watching him, uh, break down. It's a really good watch, folks. It's seven minutes and you're gonna cry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be a tough SOB. Right. Um, if you get through this and not get at least uh, get a little bit choked up, it was Misty in the man cave. It last had night. to be yeah, right. I mean, yeah. this Dick Vitale and mm-hmm. we, we're not we're not gonna have these guys forever. We're, we're not. And you know, yes, get fatigued about him, but man, oh man, what he's brought and what he has meant to this sport shall never be equaled, in my opinion. It's still an event when he's there. When yeah, you know Dick, you're in a big game. Dick Vitale's coming to call your game. Uh-huh. It's not the same as it once was. It's no, not he's, the ACC. It's, it's, yes, exactly. Billis and Schulman are getting the. Mm-hmm. I mean, but Dickie V's in a pretty big game. Yeah, and he's built it up. Uh-huh. And, and it's funny watching early editions of him on ESPN oh, and just what god. he was. Yes, and then and with the with the with the student bodies. Yes. Oh my god. Well, I'm I'm talking about it way back when he first started. Oh, in the seventies, the, the shtick was not what the shtick became. Really, it was just. He's just talking basketball. And yeah, he had some excitement and uh-huh. he still had his personality, but it wasn't the same as oh, what see, it was. I, I, I didn't get introduced to him until I got here in 89. Oh, that's right. Right. There was a game oh, within the last three, four years. It was on ESPN Classic, or no, it was probably ESPNU. And 
they were talking about, hey, this is one of Dickie V's earliest games. And I remember flipping it really? on and, and just seeing, and he's doing the stand-up. And yeah, he's he's Dick Vitale, uh-huh. but he's not the guy that you remember. Right. Just how different he was. And that's going to happen with commentators. And we talked about it when the Madden doc came out, and it was the same kind of thing. The guy that you saw in the commercials and busting through the paper in the nice. middle light commercial, that's not what he initially was. Mm-hmm. You morph into that. You build into that. And, and the same thing with Vitale. But the way he grew the sport, the way that he made college basketball such an important part of the sports lexicon during the 80s and into the 90s, huge, huge part. And I think college basketball fans, certainly you have to respect what Dick Vitale no, did for yep. the sport. And, and you know, it's, it's tough to do, but give ESPN a little bit of credit because they've um, they kept renewing his contract because right. he's gotten up in age, right? Because mm-hmm. he's that important. All right, so yesterday uh, we, um, we were talking about a number of things and we brought up the fact that Tony Clark, the president of the Players Association, seemingly there's some buzz about expand, expansion of Major League Baseball. So Trent... Decided that he wanted to come up with uh he's gonna he's gonna put these two expansion teams so it's gonna be thirty two teams yep. and it's gonna be very similar to the NFL. Uh in each league there's going to be four separate divisions. And uh something you want you wanted to do is not a lot going on, so you put the kids to bed last night and what'd you come up with? So eight divisions is what we're talking about mm-hmm. here. Four in each league. Ultimately I tried as much as possible. I wanted to keep the geographic part of it. One thing that I was going to do that I ended up not getting to was seeing I was going to do like either a 10 or 20 year win percentage for each of the divisions and see if they matched up. If one was much more difficult than the other, kind of trying to match it up that way. Want to keep rivalries intact. That's obviously a big part of this So Red Sox, Yankees will be in the American League East or whatever you're calling it. And that might lead to more power in certain divisions, but ultimately Mm -hmm. that's what I did. So the two teams that I added were Nashville, which I think if there is two, I'm with you. I think that is going to be one of Seemingly, them. Seemingly, they are the favorite. And I threw my Canadian partner Thank a bone. Thank you. And the Montreal Expo, they get the Expos back, right? Oh, they have to. Yeah, they're not going with a new name. No, no, no. They're not going to be the Montreal Monkeys. No, you can't, you can't do that. I mean, for the when when the Jets came home, mm-hmm. there, was a, there was a lot of talk that they're not going to be the Jets. Oh, really? Yeah, they want to do a new, whole new marketing thing. They want to sell new jerseys, right? And the, and the city went crazy. No. Minnesota North Stars. That's I, I couldn't agree be. with you more. I, I, I Perfect despise. example. I, Dal- I do Dallas too. Stars, my least favorite hockey team because they stole it, kept yeah. the name. They shouldn't have. No, I get I'm, it. Lone Star you. State, yeah, it worked well for them. Shouldn't have been able to take the name. No. That aside, Montreal Expos is what we'll call All them. Right, so let's Because I'm going to write these down, so go slow. All right. So the easiest part for me mm-hmm. was the West. You got eight teams in the West, including Colorado. So you got eight teams, two divisions. Well, that means, though, somebody does have to flip. One of the NL teams has to become an American League team. So from the West. So who from are you kicking out of the NL West? So your NL West now is Dodgers-Giants, automatic. Yeah. Rockies-Diamondbacks. That means the Padres become an American League team. And they stay in the West, I'm assuming. They'll be in the West with the Angels. Hang on. Uh, L-A-A-S-D, yep. Seattle. Seattle okay. and the Las Vegas A's or Oakland A's, whatever okay. they turn out to be. So we've lost two teams in that division. Then we've lost Houston and the Rangers. Right. The okay. Houston makes a move to the new American League South, the AL South. Okay, as the two Texas teams, Houston and Texas. Yeah, you get those two teams together, and then the two Florida teams, the Rays 
and the Marlins. So the Fisher in the American League the now. The American League now for Miami. They are now an American League team in this structure. Remember, this is a lot easier, too, with no DH, or with DH right. for both leagues Universal, now. yep. Makes it a lot easier to make these flips than when Milwaukee had to go through it, gotcha. making the, the move from the American League. So the far, National. I like it. All right. Let's stay in the South. This is your National League South. And this one is a little more funky. You have to put Nashville there. Nashville is there. Yep. They are an automatic. The Braves are there. Of course they yeah. are. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. The other two members, bit of a stretch. The Nationals, kind of the southernmost team out of the eastern seaboard. And the Reds. Mm-hmm. This Again, this was my most difficult one. This was the one, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes, kind of pieced together. Mm-hmm. Who's left? Who goes where? The Reds. So it is Braves-Nationals. Pretty good rivalry. Yep. The Reds, all right, National League team, and then the new Nashville expansion squad. That will be the uh, South is knocked out, the West is knocked out. Let's go to the East. Okay. The American League East is the Yankees, the Red Sox, your Blue Jays, and the Orioles. Everybody but the Rays stays the same in so that Ball division. To, uh, so Toronto and Montreal aren't in the same division. Correct. Okay. And then you go to the National League East. Yeah, the Mets still there. The Phillies still there. Hang on, I'm trying to write this down. <laughs> yeah, Phillies, yeah. Montreal. Montreal goes there, yeah. And the Pirates are the final addition to the new four-team divisions, mm-hmm. eight overall, the new National League East. So okay. remaining, we have our teams here in the yes. Midwest. This is what we have left. You do American League first? American League. Okay, we call it Central? Sure. Yeah. North, Central, Call it what you will. I like the North. Yeah, I like the North, too. Yeah. That's what I, in fact, named yeah. it. American League North. The Twins, the White Sox, the Tigers, and the Guardians. Basically the same division yeah. as it's currently constructed, mm-hmm. minus one team. And then your National League North. Cubs, the- Cards, Royals, oh. Brewers. So you get the Cardinals-Royals in the same division, playing 12, 15, whatever they decide this is going to be. Yeah. And the Brew Crew stay in there, which has turned into a good rivalry. Trent, I like that Cubs. division. I do, too. This might be my favorite division. I'm going to watch a lot of baseball in this division. So, again, the North in the National League. The Cubs, Cardinals, Brewers, and the Royals. Mm-hmm. The American League North, Twins, White Sox, Tigers, Guardians. The only one that's a bit of a stretch, and, and there, there was going to be. It's hard not to, mm-hmm. right? But it's 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 only it's you move from the Eastern Time Zone to the Central, Nashville, Atlanta, Washington, and Cincy are in the South. It's not awful, Trent. It's, it's it's not bad at all. It's not bad. I'm sure you can poke holes in it. It's not. But try to put it together yourself. If you got something that's a hey, well, and I just had somebody text me, and he doesn't have a problem with with uh, Nashville, Atlanta, Washington, Cincy. But his suggestion is don't call it the South because Washington <laughs> is not in the. Call it the Mid Atlantic. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, Mid Atlantic. Rename the division, whatever it and, is, and then the teams work. I think overall, too, the structure of it, outside of probably the American League North the Twins division with the White Sox, Tigers, and Guardians, mm-hmm. kind of as it is right now with the American League Central. Mm-hmm. There isn't a real heavy head amongst them. There's been good teams out of that yeah. group, obviously. But well, looking, for me looking at it, the American League West is the, is the yeah, I want to be there, the A's, uh-huh. the Mariners, the Pods, and the Angels. Right. The Padres, yeah, you got to flip leagues. Yeah. But you get that, and I'm thinking Oakland A's and our friends at Circa, 
their connection with the Padres. Yes, good point. Excellent point. That'd be a very easy selling. Yeah, seeing easy selling point. For yeah, them. You, you watch a Padres game and right behind home plate all uh-huh. the time. Yeah, Derek spends a lot of money. Yes, he does. Uh, with, I wonder why. I what, what's the connection there? Palm mentions something. I can't remember exactly what it is. There, there's some kind of connection, I think, with the ownership group. Is it? And Derek, yeah. And that's the reason behind it. But, yeah, they come there all the time. And mm-hmm. whenever there's Padres people that are in Vegas, they always make a stop off at Circa. Miami, Tampa Bay, Texas, Houston. Uh, you're right. The central now the north essentially stays the same with the exception of Kansas City leaving. Trent, I love the, I, I love the National League North. Yeah. Cubs, Cards, Royals, Brewers. Royals can't be upset. You no, get, are you kidding me? They you get, get the two Cardinals, series, two maybe three series right. at home every year with the Cardinals. And, and Cubs fans travel like crazy, Absolutely. and there's a boatload of them here. Right. This is really good. I, I didn't think it would. It was easier than I thought. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll post this up on our our Twitter page. I'll take a screenshot of what I wrote down, and you can. Argue with me there. Change it to a Mid Atlantic. I, I like that suggestion. Mid Atlantic, okay. In, uh, Nashville, Atlanta, uh, Washington, and and Cincy. Um, yeah, I can't have the Expos and the Blue Jays together, but you can't have everything. No, <laughs> the Mets, the Phillies, the Expos, and the Pirates. Um, that's good. That's good. So what I want to do at some point, you know what? Maybe after we got Mitch Sherman coming up here in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go back. We usually do this on this day every year. We we make our preseason picks. Oh yes! So we can laugh at each other. Right? How just how bad we do you have them with you? You always I do. carry that notebook. Yeah, I got the notebook. The notebook is here, and let me uh, swing back through. Make sure you can find them because yes. I want to do this. Maybe save ten minutes before you know the ten fifty or thereabouts, wow. just to see how ridiculously bad. Or boy, you got one right for a change. Looking through here, we didn't get many right. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> Is the old boy for your picks or my picks? Uh, you can say both. <laughs> there's there's some questionable ones in there. but Do either of our, without saying the teams, do, I ever, do either of our World Series have a chance of happening? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. We're both feeling good in the National yeah. League. Because what year did I pick the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl? They went like six games. Yeah, or, that's three years ago, something was like that. that what it was? Yeah. We're still in the box at that time. I think that I think we were in the penalty box. Maybe, maybe it was the first year back. Yeah, yeah, thankfully then nobody heard it, so I shouldn't have even brought it up. <laughs> we'll have some fun with that. And uh, boy, baseball picks before the season. One thing I did do. This is a chance to kind of look back at my futures. Uh, did five futures at circa four of the five looking really good. Right really? Now. Yeah, I did the same, and uh, I'm feeling uh, I'm not doing very well. But I'm gonna if the Mariners get in. All the other damage that I did to mm-hmm. myself, I'll make up for it. I have one other. So before the season, as we play in those contests with Bet Rivers, mm-hmm. and as you do, I did the same thing where I had some extra money in the account, started playing some futures, and one of them that I did was I did a couple of guys to win the home run in each league. And I got Austin Riley, who before the All-Star <sighs> game, Tuesday night, I knew he was having a good season. Yeah. I didn't realize how close he was. What, two off the lead mm-hmm. in the National League right now? He's a good player. He's a really good yeah. player. And, and I wish, in fact, I, I would have maybe bet him for MVP because that price probably would have been really good before the season. But I'm uh, bringing it up here because I just want to see what that number what, what exactly is. What does he have? He's, he's in the mid-20s, right? Yeah, he's at 27. 27. And I think the leader's at 29. So he's got a really good chance to win it. Let's see. A few bet history. There we go. Open bets. Austin Riley, what did I get him before the season to win? I also have uh, Juan Soto to have the most hits on the season. That was 15-1. to 1. 
25 to 1 on Austin Riley to have Jeez. the most home runs this year in the National League. 25 to 1. Mm-hmm. Not bad for a $10 uh, bet. Just real quick, never talked about this yesterday. It's not a big talking point, but Juan Soto, the uh, the, the Nationals making him fly commercial. I get it. We have to fly commercial. We're not baseball players. Right. Right. <laughs> You're not trying to keep your your, your franchise player happy. Mm-hmm. He's already said 440 is not millions, not enough, which tells me he wants out of there badly. Here's kind of an example. I mean, what would that what have, would that have cost the Nationals to send him on a plane? 25 grand? Maybe not even that. I mean, I mean, yeah. come on, right? You're making this guy I mean, take a commercial flight. He got in at one thirty, and I'll, yeah, he showed up and won the home run derby the next day. But that's a bad look. This isn't Blackburn for the A's, right? Yes, right. <laughs> which was pretty cool that the Astros yes. let him take because they were. Yeah, right. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great point. Uh, Ten twenty-five. Turn the uh, time for another thousand-dollar home run. Go to KXNO.com, enter the keyword grand, grand at KXNO.com. That's your chance to win a grand. Grand at KXNO.com, $1,000. Somebody's going to win it in this nationwide contest. Why shouldn't it be you? Uh, make sure if that you get a phone, uh, you get a phone call from an unknown number. You may want to answer it if you have to enter this contest. Uh, grand is the keyword in the ten o'clock hour. We're back with Mitch Sherman from the Athletic Miller and Condon underway on Thursday. It's Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six point three and iHeart Media. Now back to Miller and Condon on one hundred six point three KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Just past 10.30 on a Thursday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, Big Ten Media Days next week, Tuesday and Wednesday. Time to talk some Big Ten, shall we? Mitch Sherman covers the Huskers, covers the Big Ten West uh, for The Athletic, and he joins the program. Good to talk to you, Mitch Sherman. Trent and Ken, how are you? Hey, good to talk to you guys, too. How's it going? I am, uh, I'm well. Good, 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 good. So uh, we were talking earlier, your passport's up to date. You're ready to head over to Dublin to watch the uh, Wildcats and the Huskers um, in week zero, which we can't wait for. Am I wrong? It feels like this year might be different with with Nebraska, and I know the hype's been there before and they haven't lived up to it. I just get a sense this year, maybe, not saying they're going to win the West, uh, but I think that this is going to be the step that I think Husker Nation needs to see in order to uh, uh, prevent them from getting even more restless. Well, you have some summer optimism. Um, I like to hear that. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, about about any subjects, not just uh, not just football. That's that's, that's good. Uh, I'm not I'm not sold. I'm not convinced of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what they look like on August 27th. You know, that was a. I think that was this was a somewhat of a prevailing thought a year ago too yes. at the time that Nebraska was and I, and I I think I, I bought into it somewhat that it, it was going to be a bowl season at at, at minimum for Nebraska in 2021. Obviously, it wasn't it, the three and nine with the the nine single digit losses and the eight by one score, so a lot of weirdness to the season, but a pattern that. No, I think means something, and it wasn't just completely random that Nebraska failed to win any close game in 2021. And and until they show that that is over, that they found a way past that, that they can win in the fourth quarter, you know, I'm not going to be out there predicting great turnarounds for this team or this program. But you know, they've made a lot of efforts, and they haven't just sat on on what they had and said 
okay, we were close by the numbers in in 2021. So let's just hope it turns around. That's not what they've done. They've made five changes to the coaching staff, um, you know, four of which were initiated by Scott Frost in November of last year. And then they've added 18 transfers, 15 from Mm -hmm. from the Division One ranks. So, um, you know, that's that's a lot of change right there. And and we'll see starting in a month uh, or if not sooner with preseason camp beginning on on Wednesday of next week. What this? It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Uh, What's it going to be all about? Well, there will be a new quarterback. We certainly do know that. Casey Thompson comes in after a nice season a year ago with Texas. Wasn't the same guy after the Oklahoma game, after the sprained thumb, but really talented guy. Is it his job, or is there any chance that uh, Chuba Par- uh, Purdy will have an opportunity to push him in August Camper? Is it Casey Thompson? He's going to get the opening snap, and this is not a competition come August. Well, you know, there's a lot of debate about that, and, and I thought going into the spring, and, you know, Mark Whipple, the new offensive coordinator, made the comment on the first day of spring that Casey was the guy, and he was the most experienced, and, and, and you know, it sounded like it was over before it started, and, and that's kind of the way the spring played out. Purdy was hurt in the spring. Um, you know, they were both, they've both dealt with some off field and some, and, and some lingering, um, issues as, in, in, as far as injuries go. You know, Casey had the thumb last year that he hurt in the Oklahoma game and it bothered him throughout the second half of the season at Texas. And, and he hasn't been entirely free of that here in, in, in 2022, but it sounds, um, like he'll be good to go um, 100% next week when, when camp opens. And then Chubba, um, you know, he had a, a bunch of injuries at, at Florida State that lingered. And, you know, I think really derailed his opportunity uh, or or perhaps, you know, he would be in a totally different spot and a starter in, in, in Tallahassee. But the injuries, they piled up and, and some other players moved past him. Um, you know, and, and he dealt with some stuff, as I mentioned, over the winter at Nebraska that limited his ability to be good to go at the start of spring. So he also is ready now in July. Um, yeah, I think there's a mini competition. It's uh, it's definitely Thompson as the favorite. And, you know, you don't for totally discount Logan Smothers, too, who started that game against Iowa last year and, and played pretty well for, for considering the circumstances. Um, so they've got a number of options there. But yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm making a choice, if I'm filling out a, a, a lineup in pencil right now, um, I'm putting Casey Thompson in there as the starter against Northwestern. Uh, most uh, folks that cover the league are, are picking Wisconsin to win the West. Are you? And if not, who do you think the team in the West uh, to beat is, Mitch? Well, I, you know, I haven't filled out anything officially. Um, I don't. I don't know. Um, I think it's always easy to pick Wisconsin because. It's been the most steady, and you know Iowa and Wisconsin have been the most steady, and then, and then Wisconsin has had the edge when those two have gone head to head more often than not in recent years. So it's an easy pick, but I, you know I don't I don't think Wisconsin is the same as it was five years ago. Um, you know I think some things have slipped a little bit. Um, I 
got questions as as we often do about the offense and the the quarterback position. Now they're they're great at running back with Braylon Allen, and, and he looks like the next guy who's going to be an All American there. So that you know, when Wisconsin has a back like that, mm-hmm. you know, I think that gives it an advantage um, over everyone in the league. But I'm not discounting any of of three others. I'm not discounting Iowa. Um, you know, there's quarterback questions there too. Yep. I'm not discounting Minnesota mm-hmm. um, with Kirk Shiraka coming back as the OC and, and maybe rekindling some of that magic that the Gophers had in 2019 when they won 11 games. Um, and, you know, and if you pair that with anything close to the defense that Minnesota had last year, then um, that's that's a good pick. And I think people overlook Minnesota, but Minnesota won nine last year and, you know, had a an offense that really couldn't do much other than run the ball with a bunch of guys who were supposed to be backup running backs. And Muhammad Ibrahim is back this year. Mm-hmm. You know, Tanner Morgan is reunited with his old OC. You got Chris Ottman Bell. Those guys are all six-year seniors. So, yes, they lost a lot on the offensive line, and we'll see if, if Minnesota can reload. So I think, you know, I, I like what I've seen from Minnesota. And I spent some time up in Minneapolis um, in late May um, working on some stories, including our state of the program story on the Gophers. So, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it through that lens. But, but I also like Purdue as a possibility. And, you know, of all the quarterbacks yeah, I agree with you. that we talk about in the West, that's the one that, that there aren't questions about. Up front for Nebraska, linebacker crew looks to be at an elite level this year. they got a lot of guys with experience, a lot of guys that have made plays. What about up front? That defense made some big strides a year ago, 47th in total defense nationally a season ago from where they were, at least early in the Frost era and going back to previous coaches. The black shirts, at least at times, were back a season ago. How does it look up front with that that uh, alignment that they have with the 3-4? How good is that front going to be? And, and some names to keep an eye out for. Yeah, well, it's not a three-four any longer. Um, Nebraska's made made a switch, and you know, really schematically, Trent made the switch over the last two years. You still had the, um, you know, if you looked at it on paper, you'd say, okay, you know, these guys play this position. It's a three-four, but when you watched them on the field, it wasn't. It was more of an of an even man for four four player front, and you know, they've officially gone over to that um, and and changed the name uh, of the outside linebackers to edge rushers, and you know, now there's if there's three linebackers, fine. I think at times there'll be three inside linebackers. And the, as you said, I would totally agree. The linebackers with Nick Henrich um, and Luke Reimer um, are, are, are extremely solid. And, you know, it's, that's one of the best pairs uh, in the Big Ten at inside linebacker. They're both coming off 100, season, 100 tackle seasons um, a year ago. And um, I, I expect good things from both of those guys in the middle of the Nebraska defense. On, on The defensive line is the biggest question, you know, even with um, the shift in scheme. Garrett Nelson as an edge rusher, Caleb Tanner as an edge rusher are both back as starters. Those guys are solid. Um, I think they'll get more pressure on the quarterback than those two did a a year ago. Um, And then O'Shawn Mathis is certainly one to watch. Mm, He's the the transfer from TCU um, who was at times rated as the best best transfer in the portal when when he was making his decision to – um, you know, to, to move on, he picked Nebraska over Texas, um, and he's from Austin. So mm. that, uh, was notable. Um, in the middle, the middle of the defensive line, um, at that tackle, those tackle spots, those two positions, it's, that's, that there's uncertainty. Those are the biggest questions. You know, the Huskers had some transfers. They had some guys transfers out 
They had some guys um, leave with remaining eligibility, like Damian Daniels. If Damian Daniels was there, um, who was a true nose tackle uh, in the three-four, then uh, Nebraska, I think, would, would you know be solid. Um, it would be a different story. But you have Ty Robinson, who's back uh, with with starting experience, and then they brought in a couple of transfers. Uh, Devin Drew from Texas Tech um, is a guy who plays in the middle of the defense, but he's got to graduate in in August first before he can get to Lincoln so he's going to be late for preseason mm-hmm. camp and that probably doesn't bode well for his readiness at the start of the season and then Stefan Wynn is the other one to watch he's a transfer from Alabama um who was a, a big time recruit as they all are um, for right. the Tide. Yeah. um and then just you know got lost in the in the, the playing time shuffle um in, in Tuscaloosa which is easy to do so I'm intrigued by him because you know that he's got some talent so there's bodies there there's guys who can play um, but it'll be interesting to see with Mike Dawson, the Nebraska defensive line coach, and Eric Chenander, the coordinator, if they can find a grouping to put that together. Mitch, we know we only have you for a couple more minutes. Mitch Sherman from The Athletic, just your thoughts on what we've seen over the last couple of weeks with realignment. You're going to be making trips out to the West Coast to cover the Huskers at the Coliseum, at the Rose Bowl, two pretty cool venues, if nothing else. Just your thoughts on where college football is going and what the Big Ten did by uh, by scooping up those two uh, what about six? I don't know what the number of uh, households is in in that footprint, but boy, oh boy, they've got a major uh, footprint now on the West Coast. Your thoughts on USC and UCLA eventually joining the conference? Yeah, I mean, look forward to going out west again. I've been uh, I've covered games in both of those stadiums. In Nebraska, playing both of those stadiums. Um, so I've seen Iowa play in the in the Rose Bowl um, in person. So can't wait to uh, you know to experience that again. Um, it's obviously good for the Big Ten's stability and its financial uh, power. Uh, would not be in any bit in any way surprised if next week in Indianapolis Big Ten media days we get details and an announcement on the uh, on the multimedia rights package yeah. that is uh, that's coming very soon and and you know what that number is and what it equates to for all of the Big Ten programs you know upwards of 60 to 65 million i i think is is what they're looking at per year once that thing starts in in uh in 2023 um and then a, a year later you'll have you'll have uh usc and ucla joining the league and and you know there's there's challenges to that um there's things that uh will need to be worked out with scheduling especially in sports outside of football um but it's a big win for for big 10 football and it'll it'll of course be intriguing to see where this all heads when you know when more change comes because if there's anything that's that's certain about the the, the sport now that we've entered this phase it's that they're not done and there's there's going to be more change and more movement mitch thanks for finding time for us we appreciate mitch sherman from the athletic thank you mitch yeah great to talk to you good to talk to you yep take care mitch sherman as we catch up on the big 10 so we will get the media poll that the columbus post dispatch Mm -hmm. puts out every year but our friends at 24-7, all 14 writers for each of the 14 teams. Oh, they've already done one? They did their own poll. No surprise in the East, Ohio State, the yeah. pick, all 14 people picked the Buckeyes to win the East, Michigan second, Penn State third, Michigan State, Maryland, Indiana, Rutgers. Okay. Let's go to the West. It's got to be, well, obviously it's not going to be the over what the slam dunk that the Buckeyes were. Right. I, I'm with Mitch. I don't. It's easy to pick Wisconsin. Yeah, it is. 
And Allen's a great running back. Yes. I mean, he's he's next in line, uh-huh. right? Don't know if he's Jonathan Taylor. Maybe he's Moneyball. Uh, but he's good. And maybe Mertz takes a step. And if he does, <laughs> I know. I'm just saying maybe. So who is it? Is it Wisconsin the pick? It is Wisconsin. 12 of the 14 voters. See, it's too easy. That's lazy, I think. And we fall into it. The second pick is... It should be Iowa. It's Minnesota. It's the Iowa Hawkeyes. Good. Though they did not receive... The two remaining first place votes. Uh-huh. They both go to the number three team. Your Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Two first place votes picked third overall in this poll from the writers of twenty four seven. Purdue the fourth choice. Nebraska at five. Illinois Northwestern. Nebraska's at five. Just a I mean, if you, but if you're going to elevate them, then you got to drop somebody down. Who would you drop? I they got it right. I think so too. I, I do. In I fact, agree. if I was putting together a poll. I believe, I like Minnesota. I like the value betting Minnesota. Mm -hmm. I still don't think I'd pick them if it was just... Well, it's the offensive line. Their center Mm -hmm. comes back, as Mitch pointed out, they brought in a whole bunch of transfers, a whole bunch of kids who have played at their school. And if there wasn't so much else going on this summer with college sports... Yeah, we had the Jimbo Versaven thing, which... By the way, uh, Kirby Smart just signed a 10-year, $100 million contract. College coaching, not bad if you can get into it, 10 years, $100 million. But we had that, and then, of course, expansion. This P.J. Flex story. Was Which one? Former players coming after him, talking about where everyone had to applaud when he comes into the building. To no talk way. Oh, yeah. There's been... Now, how did I miss that? Where was that published? Good question. I don't remember where. Because, again, it just got lost in the shuffle. It yes, was all this, apparently. There was a couple of different players just talking about the culture inside the building. Not exactly what... So their head coach walks in, and the team has to stop what they're doing. Phil Fleck. Wow. No, not my coach. Ooh, that's brutal. Yeah. And, and and other players back to whoever this person was. it anonymous or did the kid put his name to it? I think his name was to Good it. Good for yeah. him then. There was uh, also parts where you had to know, you know, his pillars of whatever he calls it. Right. I've heard of that part yes. of it. Yes. And, yeah. and he'll just come up randomly to yep. any random yep. player. And if you don't know them. And if you're a recruit, you better get to know him quickly. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Well, he'll lock you in the door. I did see that part of the story. Remember the Amir Smith-Marset story? Where oh. basically they kept him in a in an office and until he gave the commitment before he left. Really? We're not going to leave. <laughs> No kidding. So he know. committed and then very quickly took yeah. his visit to Iowa yeah. and then this made it for me. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Interesting. So, um, yeah, you know what? I would have picked the Big Ten West the same way. Probably both of them. You got a problem with the East? I See, Rutgers is mine. I think Rutgers is going to be better. Better than Indiana. I'd buy that. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think they're last. They win three, two or three. I put it two and a half. I'll take Big the over. Ten games. I'll take the over. Taking the over. Not knowing what their schedule is, yeah. I would take the over. I think Shiano's going to do okay. We'll see how we did. We're going to go back, spend a few minutes on uh, going back to the, all the way back to March before the regular season. We made our picks on baseball. Are we close? We'll either be, well, we'll see how we do when we come back. Again, the keyword this hour was grand, grand to kxno.com. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.dental.net. Station 106.3 KXNO. All right, we've got seven minutes. Can we get this in? I think so. So did we pick a division winner in each of the uh, six divisions? We picked a division winner. We picked the three wild, wild cards. cards. And 
than our World Series matchup. All right, so the Yankees are leading the American League East by a mile. Mm-hmm. Did we, neither one of us picked the Yankees. No, we both bought into the Blue Jays. Uh-huh. I blame you. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's fair. Both had Toronto for one. Okay. In the central, ding, 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 check mark for me because I've got the Twins. You do have the Twins. I have the White Sox. I feel better. I do. I wish I was you. <laughs> yeah. I have the White Sox there. Then we go out west. So I bet Seattle, that's my biggest bet on their over. I hope I didn't pick them to win the division. Who did we pick? We had Houston for me, Seattle for you. Did I pick Seattle? You do have Houston as a wild card. Okay, who are the other two? Tampa and the White Sox. All right, well, I, guess I don't have a shot. I might get two or three. I got Boston. No shot. No shot. No, I think they're going to fade. No, 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 no. They're getting healthy. Okay. Did Chris sail the other day? Uh, yeah. That, that was, was ugly. Got the Yankees. At least I have them in there. You, you don't do. have the Yankees in the playoffs. I don't. <laughs> and I also have the Tigers. Well, I got a cross oh. off there. Yeah. So for, yeah, that, that evens it up. There's bad my no Yankees. You're including the Tigers is bad. Let's go to the National League. So the East is always a tough division to mm-hmm. pick. I probably picked the Braves. You did pick the Braves. I went with the Phillies. Okay. Took a little longer shot there. Not looking good. Both have Milwaukee. Yeah. Both have the Dodgers. Who are winning by an inch. Yep. Uh, The wild cards. This will be... You also had the Phillies as a wild card team. The chance. Padres. Yep. Feel good. And the Mets. Well, I'm going to get the playoff teams right. I didn't have the Mets in there. You didn't. Who are yours? Atlanta. You're good. San Diego. You're good. And St. Louis. You're right there. So, outside of the Phillies... Yep. You're good. Not awful. Our World Series picks... We both picked the Dodgers. I had the Dodgers beating the Red Sox. Probably not going to happen. You had the Blue Jays. To win the what? To beat the Dodgers in the World Series. You went all in with this Toronto team. They're going to have a better second half. Are you sure? No, they can't pitch. Right. Alex Manoa can. Yes, he can. Let's go. Uh, Gossman is okay. Um, Barrios has been brutal. Yes, he has. Ryu is done. Uh-huh. Stripling is fair to Midland. Bullpen's decent. I mean, Guerrero has to get going. You would think so. He does. Springer's had a lot, a couple of rough stretches. Yes, he has. This team is too talented to be as as inconsistent, certainly, as they have mm-hmm. been this year. Mm-hmm. There's way too much talent. Do you so, play strictly on the pitching, though? Um, yeah, and, and some of the young guns. I mean, the, Vladdy Guerrero, he's got 20, which is sounds mm-hmm. pretty good. But for him... Um, yeah, it's pitching. I think it's it's starting pitching. Yeah. So if we could do it again, I mean, who do you think is going to win the World Series? Who do you think is going to be in the World Series? Yankees is it got, the, is it that easy? Yeah. Yeah. And boy, baseball licking their chops. If they can get oh, Yankees, Dodgers, baby, that would be incredible. Mm-hmm. I w- I personally, as much as I don't like either of those teams, mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Two big markets getting mm-hmm. together. What first time since nineteen eighty? Eighty, yeah. Uh, two great ballpark. Well, if, look, Yankee Stadium, the originals. There's, I mean, that place is. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dodger Stadium, yeah. Yankee Stadium, East Coast, West Coast. If it's not them, they, neither one of them make it. Cross them off, right? Who do I feel confident with? I've got mine. I got nobody in the American League short oh, of the Astros. I was gonna say, yeah, and that's kind of the easy choice. Well, let's take them out because they're the easy second. Okay. Choice. It's not the Yankees. It's not the Astros. It is the Twins. Have they broken their long losing streak? Oh no, God, no! I don't think so either. Then the, you know what the answer is? The White Sox? No. Well, 
White Sox or Blue Jays. Yeah, those would be the two mm-hmm. that I would certainly look at. NL, take the Dodgers out. Yep. Let's even take the Braves out. Nah, that was my squad. Okay, yeah. take them out. All right, so the Braves, kind of that second choice. Yep. Did it last year. Mm-hmm. The Mets, if healthy. That's, that's got to be, that's the, my default is the Mets. If you had to take a team between the Brewers and Cardinals to make a run, who would the you? The Cardinals. No, 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 no. It's got to be the Brewers. If they're healthy in the top end of pitching, well, what, they, what they can do. Well, if the Cardinals are going to make some moves. Now, I don't think they're getting Luis Castillo because yeah. I don't think the Reds will trade him. I don't think division. so either. Because it's too bad because there's a team who really needs him. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. I think it's the Brewers do have you? a better chance of making Because of the pitchers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What they have at the top end. That offense, there's times you scratch your head seeing mm-hmm. just how poor they have been at times this year. But I think it would be the Brewers. if They'd have to win, what? Two series to get there, more than likely, mm-hmm. right? What they're, oh yeah. Right now they're eight games behind the Mets for that second spot and the second bye in the National League. The Brewers currently are. So, yeah, you're going to be playing the sixth seed in the first round. That means you have to win two series just yeah. to get to the NLCS. I would put my money on the Brewers doing that before the Cardinals. I can see the Cardinals win a series, obviously. Yeah. Winning two. Who wins the division? Because I mean, that's, that's the closest race in baseball. It's it a half a game. Right. I lead Cardinals right now. I think I we both bet too. on them about a month ago. And I have that one-two finish, Brewers, Cardinals, yeah, kind of bought exacta. out of it a little bit. Yeah, that was a fun bet before the season too. Uh, oh, it's fun! It's fun to go back and see, uh, you know, what we thought before the uh, year and where we're at. All right, that's going to do it for the first hour of the program. We will uh, come back, talk a little Chiefs, a little AFC West with our friend Adam Teicher from ESPN.com. Uh, and then uh, Pete Mundo, who is the owner of Heartland College Sports, that really good. Uh, Big 12-centric website. We'll talk to Pete Mundo. Trent's play of the day. Hour 2 coming up next. Miller and Condon, 106.3 KXNO.